0: I'm Tyler Kern, and we are here at FabTech Expo 2019. I'm standing here with Dan Alford from Arc Specialties. Dan, good to talk to you today.
1: Uh, thanks for coming to the booth today.
0: Well, you have a beautiful booth here, and I'm just person we should start here. Actually, I'm glad that you made it to the show because Chicago snow, little trouble getting here, but you made it, and that's that's the big thing.
1: Indeed. Uh, when we landed at the airport, there was a plane off the runway, but it wasn't ours, so. <laughs> so you count your blessings, and uh, now you're here at the show. Indeed. And and this is a very important show for us. Uh, In our industry, Fabtech is the big show. Mm -hmm. Uh, It used to just be a welding show, but they've expanded it now. It's tube tube and plate and everything. So all the guys that are in any way working with metals tend to go to this show. So this this is the place to be and be seen. Absolutely. So you've been coming to this, I'm assuming for
0: a while now. How is the show, you mentioned how it's kind of split and added some more aspects of the industry, but how have you seen it grow personally just over the years? Um, and how have you seen the, grow, the show grow and change?
1: Well, it's always been a, an opportunity to uh, showcase your new technology and that's why people come here. And so that's why I look for every year is, is the new stuff. For me, the very first year that we went to one of these shows and actually presented, it came to Houston, okay, and it's uh, in my career it's only been in Houston once. And so uh, we showed up there, and I can recall we had a little 10 by 10 foot booth, and we didn't—we couldn't even afford carpeting. So I think we've come a long ways now. <laughs> you now we're standing here with four robots, uh, a couple of live welding, and a, and a live cutting demo. Uh, it's for us—it's—it's it's been a uh, quite a big change.
0: Absolutely. So tell me about some of the things that you have at your booth. What are some of the new innovations, and what are some of the things that you're here showing off personally?
1: We've, we've got four technologies. We probably only had room for three, but. Uh, we we crammed them in Uh, probably the most exciting for me is this clatter that we're standing beside this is a hot wire tig clatter what this does is it solves the problem in in uh, the oil field of the sour gas issue Uh and so uh, oil can no longer touch steel so you have to reach inside all the valves the pipes the elbows and then clad them using welding with uh, an alloy that's resistant to the h2s or sour gas and we, you got to understand, I've built probably 600 of these machines. They're running in 23 countries around the world. Right. But what I'm trying to do is make all of them obsolete. And so this is a very different approach this time. Rather than a, uh, a manipulator-style system, we're, we picked a six-axis robot, and we decided to clad with that. Wow. Well, but the problem with the six-axis robot is that the final axis, the wrist, only can rotate maybe two revolutions. And as you can see right here, we're having to rotate hundreds of revolutions. That's why no one has tackled this with a robot before. So we've added a seventh axis to it. And the the seventh axis has an infinite rotation capability. That's why we call it the Arc 5 Infinity. And nobody else is doing something like this. No, no, and that's what's fun about it. Uh, Maybe next year they will be, but uh, this year we've uh, we've got the only one. And it, it allows us to do things that all my other machines can't do. And uh, you get the usual advantages of robotics. You know, if you have a robot, it's easy to repurpose for another task. Right. That's interesting. Now,
0: when you come to a show like this and you do bring kind of a new technology, is this uh, a situation where you're hoping people come by the booth, see the new technology, and see applications that work for them, and you have a conversation about, here's how we can make this work for you, you know, specifically for what you're trying to do?
1: Yeah, sometimes it's a little harder than that because if they don't want to do exactly what we're doing in the demo, then we have to explain, well, you know, we can use the same machine to solve your problem. So sometimes it takes a little creativity, but you got to understand the people that come to this show typically come here with a problem to solve, Yeah, and the phone's not ringing, they're focused on the task, and uh, when I send my engineers out to buy new equipment, we do the same thing.
0: Right. And you like having those problems that come to you so you can think creatively, find new ways to solve things. That's kind of what gets you going. That, that's what that's what keeps you doing this, right?
1: Oh, absolutely. Every yeah. day. And and it's all the same stuff reapplied in different ways. That's yeah. the analogous thinking you and I have talked about before. It's true uh um, we're welding up armored vehicles at one place and this they're made out of aluminum but i remember back when i sold that system I, all i had to show the customer was a a steel welding machine that was entirely different fortunately they had enough imagination <laughs> they believe me and uh and we've been building their machines ever since that's incredible. So what
0: are some of the big themes and, and things going on at this year's show that you're excited to see? Are you going to go walk the floor at all and see kind of what some of the other companies are doing? You know, What are you looking for when you can do that?
1: Oh, absolutely. It's uh, I'm going to go see old friends, and I'm going to see what the other guys are doing. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm sure my competitors have already walked by here, and, and uh, they've taken some notes. But, you know, they say competition improves the breed, right? Sure, sure.
0: That's I mean, you, you have to have... Uh, I mean, I'm sure the Yankees being good for all those years is what made the Red Sox eventually finally try to win one, right? You know, I, you have I, to have a good
1: competitor. From time I told you to time. I'm a free market capitalist. This, you this are. Is part of the part of the process. But we've got some other cool stuff. The, the machine over there in the corner is interesting because what it does, it takes a 3D model. You know, so an engineer draws a 3D model mm-hmm. and it converts it directly to the software for a robot that has a plasma cutting torch and the plasma that's the fourth state of matter you know you got right. solid liquid, liquid gas, gas and plasma and uh, plasma is an interesting process we're cutting material with it and we're working with the guys at hypertherm they are the absolute best on plasma cutting and they have a process now that they're uh, jokingly referring to as the laser killer because the cuts are, are up to laser cutting quality so uh, we're doing it on three dimensions, and the third dimension is what makes it hard. Everybody can cut flat plates. Yeah. but uh, I did
0: it over at their booth earlier, actually. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's an
1: easy deal. But yeah. as soon as you have that third dimension, not only are you having to move in three dimensions, but you have to vector that torch so it's always pointing normal to the surface and follows. You know, it's a lot of technical issues, and, and we've solved those, and that's what we're demonstrating over in the corner.
0: So, we've talked in the past just about the different ways that robots are able to come in and help automate and come in and make processes that have been maybe dangerous in the past, safer. Uh, What are some ways that maybe you're seeing these robots come in and maybe change the way that we've been doing things for years and years and
1: years? Well, then, then I'll get to the third one I yeah. have over here. It's a, it's a sanding machine, you know, and, and sanding is a, is a tedious process. Uh, I can't imagine anybody aspiring to polish parts for a living when they're young kids. I
0: decided I was done with sanding uh, the first time I made a pine box derby car with my dad as a kid.
1: You know, I was like, well, this stinks, you know. Well, the first one's fun, but after, <laughs> after about 10,000 of them, you, you're starting to look for a robot, and that's what we're doing sure. over here. But the hard part about polishing and sanding is is that you're not trying to move the parts or the tools to a specific position you're moving to a force because when you sanded your soapbox derby car you pushed down however many pounds you thought was correct right okay well robots don't normally do that robots go to a position xyz but with this new technology we're running robots that have load sensors in every joint And so you can see it over there running right now, we're polishing these uh, uh, dies, and we're polishing with a very specific force Mm because you want to push against the the wheel at a specific force and you can't rely on position any longer because the parts might change, the wheels might change. So I think that's a great one. We're going to get the humans away from this uh, dirty, nasty environment. That's really, really interesting. Um, now we're here
0: at, at Fabtech with a lot of your you know, partners, people that you work with, other companies that you work with in the creation and building of these robots. Kind of give us an idea of how you work together with another company um, when it comes to uh, integration and when it comes to
1: building robots? Good question. A lot of people don't understand what a robot integrator does, and that, that's what ARC Specialties is. Mm-hmm. So a robot integrator takes that robot arm and then adds the tooling, adds the software, It also adds the tooling to hold the part and so as you can see here on this uh this big fanic robot we have you know the fanic built the robot we added the seventh axis we wrote the software all this stuff Uh, so yeah we work very closely with our partners on this uh in the other corner we're working closely with hypertherm i don't want to build plasma cutting machines sure i want to build plasma cutting systems and Mm -hmm. there's a big difference then in the on the, the sanding unit, once again, you need the abrasives. So we're working with 3M on the abrasives. We're working with Verking on the tools. Uh, so that's what an integrator does. Yeah. Our goal is not to reinvent the wheel. Is that you know that's the cliche and that's something you never want to do. Sure. You, you want to buy the stuff that already works. Combine it with other stuff that works to solve someone's problem.
0: It's fantastic. And that's kind of what we're here to do is explore just how that all works together and how you are working together with other companies like 3M, uh, like Fanic, you know, all of these great companies. And so it's a really exciting show just to see that process in action because you go to one of their booths and you see Arc Specialties there and you go to another one and you see, you know, 3M is at this booth and it's just really uh, awesome to see how all of these companies work together to solve problems in this industry.
1: You know, back when I got out of school in the late 70s, companies tended to build their own machines. And, and that probably made sense back then, but you know, in, in our economy, everybody tends to specialize. And so that created a place for the integrator. Mm-hmm. And so the integrator might not know how to make that dye that I'm polishing, but we're probably better at polishing it than the company that, that wanted the dye itself. And sure. so it created a niche for us, fortunately. Uh, So uh, it looks like I've got some job security for a while.
0: (laughs) Well, Dan, fantastic booth. Thanks so much for having us over. And uh, we're looking forward to doing some more podcasts while we're here at Fabtech. And uh, I'm sure we'll see you around.
1: It's always a pleasure. Do you need more video content for your website and marketing channels? Want to create your own company podcast? MarketScale partners with companies to create the B2B content they need. Ask us how today!